Hello, Mother Fathers. This is a special edition of the Mother Crushers podcast. For one, I am leading it. I as in Corey. I as in I never lead it. I as in I always bounce off Carol Ann. But today I I am running the show and Kyler he is here. Kyler, the mysterious man who is my brother that records and produces and does all the behind the scenes business. He is here with us today and he is a father, which is why I said hello, mother fathers. <laughs> hello. Hi Kyler. How's it going? It's going good. So we're doing we're doing it kind of different today. Um we're recording outside. Yeah, we're we're is, out on your front porch. It's a little majestic. We've got the sound of the rain, cars, cars driving by, thunder, uh, the thunder and the lightning. Is that how that goes? Yeah, something. I really actually hate that song. Yeah, so overplayed. Not, not a fan. So overplayed. Um, yeah, so it's gonna be it's gonna be very naturey. And if you want to mm. listen to us while you fall asleep, I mean, it makes sense. <laughs> Good white noise. <laughs> Uh, so, okay, it's been a weird, it's been a big week, guys. Uh, I'm Game of Thrones. That's one thing. It's over. G-O-T. I know not all of you listen, but me and Kyler are big fans and, and yeah. have been, and we're into the books, all of that. And so it ended, and a lot of us big fans were kind of minorly um, devastated. Annoyed. Annoyed. Pissed off about the ending. Kyler, more than most, <laughs> I swear to you guys, he has sent me memes, constant memes all week, like just, just like bashing it or making fun of it. And then, so then I see Kyler post this thing. So some girl was so mad at Game of Thrones (laughs) and has so much freaking time on her hands that she wrote her own script. Like she wrote... She wrote her own last season and like put it out there for the world. And then Kyler, no, she actually did. She made ten episodes. Oh, so she wrote two more episodes than the actual writers wrote. <laughs> she went above and beyond. Yeah, I'm just thinking like, dude, you're way too invested. There, it's so good though. Like, Girl, of course, <laughs> Kyler so, says that he shared. I was it. so impressed with with, <laughs> with the writing. He said, "Corey, did you read that? Did you read her script? It was amazing." I was like, "No, Kyler, I didn't freaking read the script." All right, <laughs> I had to like plan out an hour of my time to even watch the movie. You know, like no or the show. So no, I did not. But that's that's cool. Mm-hmm, that's cool. You love you some Game of Thrones, huh? Yeah. Well, I did. I loved. I loved the majority of it, um, all the way up until the last two seasons, um, and then I just felt like it was kind of rushed. Yeah, I I was kind of sad. You know what's funny? I hope that some of you watch Game of Thrones and know what I'm talking about, but like, so season two, he falls in love with this redhead wildling, and, you know, it doesn't end well for them, and he ended up marrying her in real life, which is like the only thing that like kept me going through this. <laughs> because I was like, okay, so it could be me. He could love me just because she has red hair. I assume like, Oh yeah, I'm in. It could be me and Jon Snow. But so like at the end when he's like walking in the forest in my head, I was still thinking like, okay, they're going to have her pop out like her ghost or something. Like a, like, like, <laughs> like a force ghost. Like, yeah, yeah. like, I'm here, Jon Snow. You know nothing. And, like, I was still hoping for that. Like, it's well, so unreasonable, but... You've done that your whole life, though. <laughs> I, like... You've done that with, uh, with Ariel. Yeah. And even you ha- you having kids and watching Brave. Uh-huh. Like, you call me and say, this is this is me. This, is- this will be me. 
I will have all these redheaded people, kids, but I didn't. Um, nope, just just me, <laughs> just me and the red hair. But whatever, that's fine. What else happened this week? So let's see. I did go back. I went back to my therapist today, which was amazing. It was, um, yeah. So I haven't been for a couple years, and finally felt like it was the time to go back. <laughs> and um, I'm really glad I did. I really, truly wish everybody had the opportunity to go to a therapist because it's just so freaking good to like just mouth vomit everything that you've been holding in to somebody who you're paying to listen to so they can't like <laughs> I mean they just they just have to yeah and and they're fine with it and and then they give you their perspective which is so like unbiased and and no, oh, it was so good. I went out of there like, uh-huh, feeling like a million bucks. And what's funny is like, so I've been to therapy before for a while, same person. And um, I am probably in a way better place than I was the first time I went to her. <laughs> and so after, you know, I've kind of noticed this, you know, after your session with a therapist, they'll usually be like, okay, so I want to see you, blah, blah, blah. Or when can you come, can you come in next week? And so she was kind of like, okay, so do you want to make another appointment? Do you just want to call when you're ready? And I was like, yeah, I want to make another appointment. Like, let's set it up now. And she, like, put me down for, like, next month. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. (laughs) (laughs) Not ready for that kind of commitment. Okay, so, like, listen. No, I'm more like, you need, I need more of a commitment. Oh, you need, like, bi-weekly. Yes. Like, I know. I seem really put together right now. So, did you go into therapy with a, with an idea of what you were going to talk about? mm, Or, like you said, it was just word vomit. So, you you just kind of get everything that's on your mind out. I would, I would say, yeah. I mean, I knew why I had set the appointment up and we did talk about mostly one thing. What was, what was that decision like? The, the, the moment you were like, yeah, I need to go back. Um, well, I guess it's a few different things. I've recently decided to wean myself off of my medication. And that is because I guys, I really do feel like I'm in a good place. Like I'm in a better place. I've, I started working out again. Like I feel like, you know, it's getting, it's slowly, but surely getting sunny and summery out. And so I felt like now's the time I want to do this for myself. And I don't think there's anything wrong with being on medication. So I don't want to like make you think that's what I'm talking about, but it's just, um, I was ready to come off. So I know that there's a struggle like with coming off medication for anybody that's done that. You get that. And so that's where I was. I just kind of wanted to get back in there and share my feelings. And so it was good. It was so good. Um, what else happened, Kyler? Uh, last night, last night I had all four kids sleep in the bed with me which is the which is kind of like stupid it's just like i have no room with one (laughs) (laughs) i i mean i don't it just happened and uh so my five-year-old woke up at like 3 30 and uh was like jomi's kicking me benny has my blanket and just like whining and i'm like for all that is anything you better stop or i will go insane like do not wake the baby up and uh so what do you know the baby everybody woke up everybody was awake and the baby's crying i can't get her back to sleep she wants milk well what what would you know we don't have any more milk because i had planned on getting up really early and going to get some before she woke up sure 
Uh, so I have to leave at 3.30 in the morning. I go and basically was like, Mike was actually on the couch last night because all the girls were sleeping with me. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I said, here's your baby. Your dang five-year-old woke everyone up. I got to go get milk. And <laughs> it was like stomping out. Drive to the gas station that's closest to my house that's open 24-7. And um, I like put the milk on the counter and she looks at me and goes, you're going to pay this much for milk. <laughs> I was like, you're going to say that to me right now. <laughs> like, I didn't it's say o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Girl, it is three 30 in the morning. This is emergency kind of situation. My kid needs milk. Now. Do you see a Walmart down the street from us? No. So yes, I am most definitely spending this much on milk right now. Can you ring me up, ma'am? You know, and she, <laughs> and I was not mean. I was, we, I was being sarcastic and we laughed and she's like, I get it. Good luck. You know, she was really nice, but so that happened and I came home, gave her milk, she fell asleep, whatever. Well, at least um, you didn't have to like put the kids in the car and take them with you. Yeah, no, that, that was, that would have been worse for sure. Way worse. That how's your sleeping situation with your kid? Oh, he, it's pretty consistent. Uh, he'll go to bed around like eight. And he'll wake up around like three in the morning and we'll throw him in bed with us mm-hmm. and we'll sleep till like six thirty. That's not bad. See, like, so with all my others, I was like super hardcore about sleep training uh-huh. and they all were amazing sleepers by nine months. They were in their own bed, slept all night with Rooney. Well, she didn't have a room or a bed. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, well. You know, it's you and me, sis. And uh, she's just always slept with me. And she's all over me every night. And honestly, I think that I wouldn't want it any other way for some crazy reason. Like, it's my last baby. And I'm kind of just, like, sulking in that. Like, um, she's, and, That's going to be her for forever. For, for like, you. the next 18 years. <laughs> <Yeah>. Like, <laughs> It's getting weird, Rooney. Please leave my bed. Uh, I think, you know, I have some friends that never did sleep training and uh, their kids slept with them. And, and eventually they just kind of like, they just kind of grew out of it, you know, like at like yeah, I figure five. eventually it'll happen. Eventually at 17. Yeah, at 17. So Kyler. Yes. What was it like growing up with me? Could you tell them? <laughs> oh, you were a terror. <laughs> you terrorized me. You were best friends with our older brother. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I always, uh, you know, I was I was so much younger than, than you two. Oh, rub it in. Yeah. Yeah. So Kyler and I are four years apart. He was six years apart from our older brother. And I really was pretty awful to him. We used to, actually, Adam and I both were, me more, me more, but like we teased you so much. I remember we used to tell him uh, that he was a monkey and that every <laughs> night we shaved him when he while he was asleep. That, that so mom and dad got, a, got me from the zoo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he has, like, he has eczema like super bad, okay? And uh, they, at one point the doctors were like, well, we just, we need to rule out scabies. <laughs> so we always like, we're like, ew, you have scabies, you're so gross, and like made fun of him so much. And and the Yeah, fun- but karma got you on yeah, that. Yeah, karma got me pretty darn hard because so like after I graduated high school, a couple years after that, I had some crazy weird eczema flare up that never happened in my whole life. It just came on hard and uh the doctors wouldn't you guess, was like, Well, 
we need to rule out scabies. <laughs> and I remember, I remember coming home because, you know, I went to college out of town. I remember coming home. My, my older brother still lived at home and Kyler lived at home. And I was like, dude, Adam, you're not going to believe this. Son of a bitch. They're <laughs> testing me for scabies. <laughs> and we just laughed so much, but I didn't end up having scabies. So it was like, it was a happy ending. Yeah, but that's good. Karma. Karma. I don't know. I always used to, I would, you wrote your name on everything mm-hmm. and it drove me crazy that everything had your name on it. So I would practice writing your name <laughs> and like write it on the wall or yeah. write it on, in the dust on the TV. Oh, to like get me in trouble. Get you in trouble. Rude. Yeah. That's rude. I never knew, you know, I always, to be honest with you, I always wondered what it would be like to have sisters. I was kind of jealous of people who had sisters. Um, I always wanted a younger, younger brother, brother. Or, or sister. Yeah, I think we all like wonder what it would be yeah. like. But I am so thankful that I grew up with boys, and I think that it made me. Um, it definitely made me tougher. It made me like not. I was never like uber girly, and not that that's wrong. There's nothing wrong with that, but I didn't take myself too seriously, and I do kind of contribute that to having brothers. Um, and I, you know, I could take some crap from people because I got the crap a lot from them boys. Once I got older. Yeah, once he got <laughs> older. So we, we didn't really get, we didn't really get super close until he was like 18, 19. Yeah. When he graduated high school and then, uh. And then age just becomes a number and it doesn't really matter. <laughs> yeah. I, I am embarrassed to tell you this story, but I have to because it's so funny. Uh, so Kyler's like best friend in the world. Um, the first time that he ever <laughs> stayed all night with Kyler at our house, I had went out and I'm pretty sure used a fake ID uh, and got way would, too drunk. I would have been like 14 or 15 yeah. at this time. Yeah. So that, yeah, you would have been 18. So I went out with this, I went kind of like on a date, I guess, with this guy named Thad and he dropped me back off home and I'm just like, it's just kind of sad how drunk I was. <laughs> I walked downstairs, all of our rooms were downstairs and I like kicked the door in. And so here's Kyler and his little friend, best friend Drew, like playing video games. Drew's never met me ever. And I like hawk a loogie. Like I'm like, <laughs> and I spit it so slowly, you know, and like try to suck it back up. And I just say, where's Thad? <laughs> and then I like go to the bathroom. I'm pretty sure I've like vomited and and Kyler was so nice. He went and cleaned it up for me so that I wouldn't get in trouble. That was just foreshadowing for right? what my life was gonna be like. <laughs> oh, to be young again. Yeah. <laughs> so Kyler is a new dad. He has one son who is a month younger than my youngest. Month or no, a month older, sorry. Yeah. So him and Rooney are the same age. Um like 18 are they like 19 18 19 months 20 20 whatever who's counting who's anymore? counting uh so how like what is the what has surprised you the most about parenting oh gosh um so much the amount you have to be aware of of all your surroundings <laughs> of everything <laughs> of yeah. everything and they're just like little walking death traps and yeah yeah and you know i i, I kind of knew that that aspect existed because of of your girls and my nieces, mm-hmm. of course. But everyone tells you 
the the moment they're born is it, like a unreal and mm-hmm. you know you hear that from everyone and and until you experience that it it really doesn't register yeah it's another so, level yeah. for sure and um, i don't it, know just the amount of love honestly and i, I know that's kind of cheesy but i never expected it i think um oh sorry that's a loud car two two loud cars coming three up. <laughs> Maybe this nature thing was a bad idea. <laughs> it's just been raining for like 40 years here and and storming. So we were like, let's embrace it. Let's just embrace it. Let's become one. Let's become one. So anyways, I what I think is funny about watching my little brother be a dad is, is seeing. He's probably very much who I was with my first kid, you know, but that was so long ago. It was like almost 10 years ago. So I forget what being a first-time parent of one little bitty baby is like. And so, like, I know that you look at me sometimes and you're like, (laughs) your kid's on the table about to, like, nosedive off. And you're fine with that. Like, just in the kitchen doing your own thing. And, like, I know that you see that I'm less, like, on top of what they're doing. But I am. I'm on top of what they're doing. I'm just not, like, freaked out by everything anymore. Um and so that is kind of fun for me to just be like, <laughs> oh, he'll be fine. It's fine. <laughs> he he ate dog food. He'll be okay. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's good for the immune system, yeah. you know. Like that's kind of funny, but it's also really cool, if I'm being honest, to see how good of a dad you are because, oh, um, it doesn't always work out that way, right? But you are so um, hands on, and he's in it, uh, full throttle. And has been since day one. And that's really cool for me to see as well. Um, well, thank you. Um, yeah. yeah. I'm kind of like you and don't know how to take compliments. Oh, but, weird. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but. Um, Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a meme like that the other day. I was like, uh, me getting a compliment. You're beautiful. Thank you. Merry Christmas. <laughs> it's like. Uh, Happy holidays. Like when you're at a, at a restaurant and your server brings the plates to you, and you're like enjoy your dinner. And it's like, yeah, you too. Yeah, you do. <laughs> so I do that awkward. all the time. I freaking do that all the time. Mine's at the movie theater, and when you know they rip your ticket up and they're like, enjoy your movie. Like, yeah, you too. <laughs> yeah, you too. You enjoy that movie. Caprice does a lot too because she. So my son has really bad eczema, mm-hmm. and oh, she weird. She, Wonder where I got that from. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, genetics. 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 <laughs> so Caprice, uh, she's the one who cooks all the food and, and really con- controls his diet to, mm-hmm. to maintain his, his eczema. And it's it's really a, a team effort with parenting. Um, and that's something that has also surprised me of how much teamwork it, it actually, right? Honestly, actually takes. Honestly, I think about that a lot with you guys because – so Rooney has also like started – having eczema and flaring up in hives constantly. She has allergic reactions to like everything out of nowhere. Like I have suspected she's had allergies for a while because she always has a runny nose and just different things. But like it is just came on full force. And I was thinking, you know, like you said, well, you've always suspected she's allergic to dairy. Maybe like cut out dairy. And I'm like, how do I cut out dairy? Like her <laughs> favorite thing is milk and cheese. Yeah. <laughs> How do I? It's hard. Yeah, it is hard. But there's tons. There's tons of substitutes out there. Yeah. And they're so young, they're not gonna really 
and I don't know, and this is just my experience. Anytime that we tried something new, yeah, Sawyer really took to it because mm. I'm sure he was just hungry. Right, he's like, <laughs> just feed me, Seymour. He's a, he's a big boy. It's a growing boy. They're really funny together. They just today they held hands. They did hold hands, the, which was which was very nice because they're usually <laughs> normally hitting, each like other. hitting and pushing <laughs> and scratching. Mine, mine. They're in that phase right yeah. now. Little toddlers. So do you feel like you have had to sacrifice things, you know, like the person who you were before? Have you sacrificed a lot or do you feel like it's not really that much? You've just kind of changed a little bit? No, I think I think I've actually become a better person since Sawyer's been around because beforehand, you know, I was I was working all the time and, and had my office job and was, was going on work trips. And, and now when Sawyer was born, I, I quit my corporate job and, and started my own business doing video production and mm-hmm. recording the podcast with you and Carol Ann and, and doing all this stuff. And that has really allowed me to be home and allowed me to be focused on, on him and his health and just, yeah, uh, living as a family unit, and uh, so I don't know. Sacrificing myself, I think I don't really know what I did before Sawyer. Like with right. my, with <laughs> like my it's time, a blur. like who <laughs> who was go? I? Yeah, you know what's funny. Speaking of that, so I don't know if you guys have ever seen the movie. This is forty. Do you remember that movie? Is that the sequel to Knocked Up? It's it's not really a sequel, but kind of. It sort of is. Same. Yeah. It's same not a actor. sequel, but it, uh, same husband and wife, same kids yeah. characters. Uh, I would call that a sequel. But it's not. I don't think they even have the same names. Anyway. Oh, really? Yeah. It's not like a true sequel. Mm. Um, same director, maybe? Yeah. Whatever. Why are we talking about that? Okay. So... <laughs> Because I brought it up. Uh, so there's this scene where they like, you know, they're in, they're 40. They're in that weird phase of like marriage when things just get so complacent, you know. And then they end up going to like Vegas and they go like balls through the wall. Like, mm-hmm. like hilarious. They get, they, they get drunk. They just go crazy. And so Mike and I kind of had that experience. The other day. <laughs> we have not... We have not done anything just us two in a long time, like in a long time. And um, that was more than just like maybe going to see a movie, which we don't even do that yeah. very often. So, well, we had this work party. His work has like this huge party and, and they give everybody drinks, like unlimited amount of drinks <laughs> and food. And it's so much fun. And so then we like after party at his best friend's house who works there, too. And this was in Kansas City. And we were freaking 21 that night and it was on one hand amazing you know because we were like that moment and this is 40 we were just like i mean like blaring 90s rap and just (laughs) dancing and like out of this world like it really did feel like a movie like everything was just like moving you know and then at the end of the night we were like around a fire and we got real serious and deep and like talked (laughs) so much fun it was so much fun we were supposed to come home that night and 
and the, that night or the day after was Mother's Day. And so my mom had all my kids and she was like thinking I'm coming home that night to to get the kids. And I remember at one point being like, Mike, there's no way. We <laughs> and he's like, yep, you're going to tell your mom. And I was like, no. And so. I did what any, you know, responsible, almost 33-year-old would do. And I text her and said, I'm very sorry about this, but I think you're going to have to keep Rooney all night. Because <laughs> she was going to keep the older girls anyways, because they're easy. But we were going to get Rooney. And she was like, uh, are you okay? <laughs> so, like, is that, this, the, is that the first time she's yes, stayed the first the time away from you? Yes. And so... Uh, this. I mean, I've told you guys the story before how I told my mom I was pregnant. Like originally, yeah. I text her, yeah. "Would you rather be called mama or grandma?" You know, it's like this is a this is a pattern for me when I get in situations where I'm like, "Eh, I don't want to adult. I'm gonna text." <laughs> <You know? laughs> and so she was like calling me, and I didn't answer at first because I wasn't emotionally prepared or like ready. And then she she's like, "Please answer. I need to talk to you." So I call her. And I'm like, Mom, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm, I didn't know this was going to happen, but we can't drive home. We have to stay all night here. And she was so sweet. She was like, it's fine. It's fine. Just come get them in the morning, you know. And uh, so I, I just love our mom yeah, and dad so great. much. They're so good. They're just so amazing. And anyway, so she kept her all night. I don't think they had a great sleeping situation um, because as we were coming home, <laughs> So it was Mother's Day, you know, yeah. we were going to like spend the whole day there. Uh, I text mom on the way home and I'm like, we're on our way home. And this was like at eight in the morning. Yeah. Like we made sure to get up early and leave. And mom says, okay, that's fine. But just so you know, I'm going to need you guys to go home for a while and then come back. <laughs> <laughs> just need my time. I think like, I, I don't think they slept good. And I felt so bad, but gosh, darn it. Moms, moms are great. Aren't they, they are great. She just took, she just. Sawyer stayed the night for the first time over at Caprice's uh, grandparents' house. So for the first time in a long time, we like just got a good night's sleep and it was the best thing right. in the world yeah i it's hard not sleeping good it really is it really i is. mean you do get used to it but like that one night of like feeling what it's like to actually sleep you're like oh yeah that was good living our best lives like we were living our best lives <laughs> You wake up, you put on a robe. Right. You're good. Okay. Well, I never have put on a robe in my life. Do you wear robes? <laughs> yeah. You do? Yeah. Oh, yeah. With like the... I'm a dad now. Like, right, I can wear socks, like... <laughs> and, socks and sandals and coffee and... Oh, that's like, weird. Grab, I never wore robes. Grab the iPad and head out to the front porch. And Oh, that's so funny to me. <laughs> Mom used to always wear robes. She was a robe wearer. But I've just never been. Like, I don't get it. I don't get it. Every hotel room. Like, robe on. Really? Oh, that's weird. I mean, I, I guess you're, you're cold. I mean, I would just put on, <laughs> like, a sweatshirt. But... <laughs> Or my sweatpants, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay, so the reason why Kyler and I are doing this is because CA is finishing up her second book. She's freaking out, guys. Like, she's got 
a few days left. And June 1st, I think. Is yeah, June 1st is her deadline, and she just needs time. And so we're like, girl, we got this. Like, we got this. It's fine. So give her some grace. Like, she's... Send her some love. Send her some love, some nice, happy thoughts. Uh, she's stressing a lot, and she's going to get it, and she's going to nail it like she does. There's there's no doubt, no about, that. doubt about that, but... You know, I I, rem- I mean, not that this is can even be comparable to writing a book, but I can remember like any paper I ever had to write in college was like the night before, for sure. How were you as a student? Mm, well, I was two different types of students. The student that I was before I got pregnant <laughs> was awful. <laughs> It was very awful. I didn't show up a lot. I didn't care. I didn't put any effort into it. It was a joke to me. I was there to to party. To party. Um, after I got pregnant, I came home and went to the college, the university in town, and I was like freaking getting straight A's. My professors love me, and I'm like, what is this? Like, I didn't even know. <laughs> I didn't even know this was possible out of me. So yeah, I I ended up. Being a good student, uh, however, I did get kicked out of a college because of my grade point average at one point. I was on the probation. I did get back into that college, and then I got pregnant. <laughs> How are you as a student, Kyler? I was not a good student. Very similar to your early years. Mm-hmm. Um, I graduated in 2014, so it's been five years now which is weird to think about. Yeah. But I don't know. I didn't, you know, same. I, I didn't show up. I partied. I would, we, you know, skip class with other students in the class and, mm-hmm. and I don't know, go to the bar or something. And I can remember. So like, uh, before I went out of, okay, well, gosh, I went, I went four hours away to college my first year, came back home, went to college in town for a semester left went two hours away to another university (laughs) got pregnant came back so anyway so for that like semester that i came back i was still in party mode and me and adam our older brother we would ride to school together and i can always remember being on the highway and then there was this billboard at perkins and i don't know if any of you know (laughs) what perkins is I don't know if they're like all over. I really sure. don't know, but it's like a break. It's basically it's like IHOP or Denny's yeah, or ninety percent of the clientele is like ninety. <laughs> but they've got like a great breakfast and they got some damn good pies. But anyway, Adam and I would pass that billboard, and I'm telling you, like at least twice a week, we'd be like, "Yeah, let's get Perkins instead." <laughs> so we go and get breakfast. And see, me, me was a uh, me and my roommate. We would drive to school together. And we would get to school, find a parking spot, and be like, you just want to go home and watch Lord of the Rings? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think this is, like, my firm belief. I know, okay, so I know there's some of you out there that are type A. You have known what you wanted to do since you were five. You were in it to win it. You studied your ass off and you worked hard. And I I, I wish I could be you in a lot of aspects, you know? But, like... So I, I I know that doesn't apply to everybody, but I feel like I really feel like graduating from high school and getting thrown into a college and being like, pick your degree. What are you going to do when you grow up? 
is so dumb. Like, it's kind of hard for it's, people to know what they want to be at that age. At 18 years old. At 18 and, years and old. And make the decision, the the financial de- decisions to yeah. go to a school and take out a loan. And Exactly. See, so some of you might have gotten it paid for, might have got scholarships. Some That's of you great. may have had that explained to you in high school. Exactly. We didn't. We didn't. And we had to take out loans. We didn't get anything paid for. We're we're paying for them now, <laughs> yeah. monthly. Yep. But like, yeah, I I just feel like it, it's so young to make that kind of a decision. I wish that it was maybe required for everybody to like at least at take the a year very off least or... have a year off or just do like um maybe they have a class like oh you think you want to go to college uh come take this course and we show you all the different options or I don't know something or let's tell you about like a tech school or like uh, unions you can join there's so many different that's getting really big right now oh yeah those union workers oh my gosh my husband is one (laughs) they make good livings they do work very hard but they make really good livings and uh, I think hours. that's never really stressed to anybody. There are some people like college is never going to be yeah. what that's absolutely what fun. they want to do or need to do. You know, yeah. There's just a lot of options. Oh man, what's it like knowing that you're eight years away from sending your first to college? <laughs> mm. Scary. Um, Are you going to have that talk with her? Like, Oh, yeah. I'm going to totally tell her you don't have to go to college. Um, This is why it is good. I do think I'm not knocking college. Like, it's it's amazing and people need it, right? Um, It's just not for some people. It's not for some people. So I will talk to her about all the options. I, to be honest with you, think that she will be the type that will want to go to yeah. college uh she's she is type a she's yeah. completely opposite than me and is very good for her book smart <laughs> Shut up. uh i think it it won't be i'm not as worried about her okay i'm kind of worried about that second one of mine <laughs> yeah that's like really like me <laughs> that like is gonna be I'm prom queen and one. pom-pom girl and... oh she scares me she's just I don't know. You know, I just see me all over her and and I was kind of a rebellious wild child and so you know, but I wasn't like doing meth or yeah, could, drugs shooting. Could up. always be worse. Could always be worse, right? When <laughs> doing the bath salts. <laughs> <laughs> same never mind. <laughs> what? Say like the same Florida. <laughs> do people do bath salts in Florida? Yeah, Florida's just like a zoo of white people doing crazy things really yeah oh i didn't know that that's uh, probably gonna get you in trouble on this podcast might. you're gonna get so many floridians, floridians mad at you i love florida by the way i don't know about kyler i don't know why he's i don't know why he has those kind of opinions but <laughs> i would love to move to florida key west to be you almost did specific i did almost and and then as yeah. most of the stories go in and my then life, i got pregnant and then i got pregnant <laughs> <laughs> i was actually like on craigslist which is so creepy. Yeah. <laughs> Need some place. Like, this was yeah before. But this was yeah. This was when Craigslist was like kind of the go-to for like to find roommates to find housing. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like in email talks with 
with people about like I didn't know I didn't even know him and yeah. I was like all right let's be roommates I'm about to move yeah. to Key West where would you move now where would I move like, now hmm. you job, jobs jobs aside you your husband and your kids family you know extended family aside anywhere you could go I where can't would it be? do extended family aside that's my whole reasoning I yeah. think I say I say Texas immediately is what comes to mind because of our extended family that lives there and uh, you know, I would love to be closer to them and I just love them so much. But okay. So if I was taking them aside, where would I want to live? Honestly, Key West. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know that it's like kind of an older community that lives there, but like, I have always fantasized and wanted that, like that beach life. You know, there's a lot of beaches. <laughs> there are a lot of beaches, but I just, for whatever reason, I, I really connected with that place. I don't know why. I don't know what it was. It's just always stuck with you. It was spring break, 2008. <laughs> 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 but like, I just, I loved it so yeah. much. And I loved the way, I loved the way the houses looked. I loved the, the low key, like laid back as hell lifestyle. Um, if you ask my husband, he'd say Oregon for sure. Oregon or Colorado because he's such a damn hippie like he, he wants to be where where all the other hipster hippies roam where all and, the cool people are yeah where all the cool people are and uh I'm not opposed to Colorado I guess but um Oregon I bet is amazing in so many ways it's so freaking beautiful but I have to have sunshine I mean I'm telling you what like the dreary I mean, I know that's such a like, like duh, like rain and crap yeah. makes people more depressed, but it, it really, really affects me. And it, <laughs> like, it affects different people differently. Yeah. Uh, but the gosh, like, the scenery the, there is the two weeks of rain we've had. Oh, it's, it's been just... awful. Yes, it has been awful. But uh, I don't think I could do Oregon. I need warmth. I'll tell you what. I did visit San Francisco, though. Uh, we ha I had a good friend of mine that was living there. Uh, for a year and so all of my girlfriends and I went and visited her and I dug that place so much there's yeah. no way I would ever in a million I've years never been. be able to afford it it's so crazy like you have to be a millionaire to basically survive there yeah. or uh, I don't know millionaire maybe stretching it but you have to be very well <laughs> off to uh, live there yeah. but it the atmosphere there I also loved it was just chill Everyone was so happy. Yeah. I loved the shops. I loved the, I mean, I got a little hipster in me too. Okay? A little bit. I do. I have like, a You bit. like some sublime. I like some sublime. I love me some sublime. <laughs> like I was literally Pinteresting sublime tattoos the other day. <laughs> I love them that much. I'm, I'm invested in sublime. <sighs> I do. I do have another question. Um, okay. And it's kind of a. A heavier one than that. Um, mm -hmm. Have you explained what happened to our brother to your kids? Mm. That was heavy. Didn't expect that. Uh, oh, no, yeah. not yet. No? Have they uh, asked? Yeah, they've asked, but not recently. It's been a while. Um, yeah, they've asked, but they were too young when they asked last and so I just said um, you know he was sick and he didn't make it from yeah. being sick 
I don't know, honestly. If they need to know or... Oh, I will definitely tell them yeah. eventually, but I don't... I Right now is not the right time, and I just feel that in yeah. my soul. Um, you know, it's going to suck. I It sucks that there's this whole person that was so a part of our lives and amazing and wonderful yeah. and everything to us that is just so um, displaced from them, you know? Uh, yeah. They see his picture and they'll say, that's Adam. Yeah. And you know what? Maybe that's, that's kind of, that's cool. That's cool. I'll take it, you yeah. know? But, uh, no, uh, I don't know when the right time will be. I think the right time will be when they flat out say, okay, so how did he die? Yeah. Uh, and that'll happen. Eventually. Eventually. And, and I'll explain it to him. Um, I don't know. It, it's hard. Um, but I think, you know, I, I definitely wouldn't lie to him. I'm open and I'm, I try to be as honest as I can with most things that they ask me about, yeah. you know, so that will be another thing that I am. But it's like, so like recently our parents' basement got flooded and so Kyler, me and Adam, our whole basement was our life you know like all of our rooms were down there our brother's room uh had the same gaudy ass green carpet since forever like since we can even remember since they redid the basement which was like in the 90s uh and so it just got flooded and they uh actually had to pull it up and uh, that made you sad it, it <laughs> actually did it made me sad and i and you know what it made me sad but also I also felt very ready for it. You know, I associate that room so much with like negative things because, you know, because it was his and I was in there always. We were always together hanging out in there and I couldn't even, to be honest with you, I don't go in there. I never could like, um, maybe like a handful of times since he died in 2008 have I really gone in there because it bothers me uh so it got pulled up and it did make me sad but it also was like you know what this is good not not good like oh we need to move on we'll never move on that's not a thing it's never gonna happen but it's good in the sense that like I can't keep associating that room in the way that I do. And with that carpet being gone, which is such a silly, silly thing, I could see me moving into that house and letting my kids have that room. You know? Yeah. That's big. Yeah. That's a big step. I don't know. How do you feel about it? I know that you think about that a lot, like how you will tell Sawyer and... I don't know. And the reason I asked that question is because, yeah, it, it had been on my mind just because I had put up some more artwork that Adam did mm-hmm. in our house and, and Sawyer, you know, he'll walk around and he'll point and mm-hmm. gab at whatever's on the walls. So it's just been on my mind. Like, I don't, how do you, how do you do it? How do you communicate exactly what happened and not? Well, and here's the thing. I think that pictures are important. I don't ever want to not have pictures up of him. I don't ever want to not 
act like he was alive you yeah. know i would never do that and and sawyer will know him just like you know kyler i think it was like a year ago we were watching a, a show on tv all together as a family and jovi who was what six at the time says gosh dang it like there is like I, I kind of live out there, like not on a busy road. And for some reason, yeah, the, night super we, busy tonight. <laughs> the night that we decide to record outside, like it's so busy. Okay. So anyway, so Jovi was like six at the time says, Hey, that guy looks like Adam. And it really took me off guard. And I actually wrote a whole blog post about it that I never shared with anybody, but like how cool that was That's that, funny. you know, this kid of mine who had never met him, didn't know him, can like see it, see somebody on TV and be like, oh, it looks like him. That was really awesome, yeah, you know? That is neat. So just, I think, with any loss, you you don't move on. You don't get over it. You, you talk about good, you talk about all the times, good, bad, whatever. I think that uh, what's awesome about you and I is that we are always willing to talk to each other about him and mm-hmm. and whether it be good or bad if we're feeling mad if we're feeling sad if we're feeling happy whatever we have those conversations yeah. um at any time you know and i think that's just really important you know talking about loss with kids is hard i yeah i don't i think I about carolina a, a lot too with ansley and that would have been a good thing to ask her because her kids were there you know yeah when they lost Ansley and and they were very young and I know that that's that's a hard that's kind of dark isn't it sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we can skip that question <laughs> Kyler and I were just talking about how we're like gonna go do like a side podcast you know do you know how dark it would be it would so, be super dark do you ever <laughs> yeah, okay. let's get off death man you know, okay, we're gonna get off death. You want to know what I want to talk about? Mm-hmm. How the freak I've had Beyonce stuck in my head <laughs> every day. So Beyonce motivates me more than any other singer when I work out. I don't know why it is. It's just it just is. Like she's amazing. I love her. And uh, anytime I've ever like gone in like full throttle, I've said that twice this podcast. I don't even know what full throttle means. What does full throttle mean? <laughs> you're using it correctly. Am I using? Like, yeah, it you're. It you know. sounds like dirty, but it's not, right? No, like, it's just, it's like, it's, you're, you're going hard. It's, Chaucer <laughs> sounds dirty. Chaucer sounds dirty. Okay, anyway, so whatever. I've been listening to her a lot lately because I've been working out a lot. And so I don't know if you're a Beyonce fan, but I, I keep getting the partition song stuck in my head. And so I was telling Kyler tonight, I was like, so there's this one line where, she says, he Monica Lewinsky all on my blouse. And I told him, I keep saying it over and over again in my head. Like, I can't get it out of my head. And last night when I woke up and went to the gas station and got home and was back in bed, all I could freaking think about was like, like, shouldn't it be he, he Bill Clinton doll on my blouse? Like, wouldn't that be like the correct way to say that? And I think, like, why, why, why are we talking about that? Right <laughs> why are we thinking about that in your head, Corey? 4 a.m. 4 a.m. Thoughts. Oh, I'm sure the Monica Lewinsky just kind of fit better with the <laughs> syllable cadence 
in her rhyming scheme. You're so calm. <laughs> he is also such a hippie, guys. It's like, well, it's just the way, you know, the universe thought it should go. It's the way the universe fit it to Yonce. That's <laughs> <laughs> how it was written. <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, okay, so I think we're going to wrap this up because it's getting real random and we're, like, stretching. <laughs> me and Kyler... Me and Kyler, like, bounce off of people. We're not, you know, this is yeah. this, it's the first time we've ever tried to lead a podcast. So, hey, we thank you guys for listening. As always, please give us those reviews on iTunes. Please tell your friends. Share the podcast with people. Um, it won't be like this every time. It won't be like this every <laughs> time. Uh, honestly, though, like, getting getting the Mother Crushers out there, getting more people listening, that helps us to give you more content, yeah. you know? Uh, so please continue to do that. Continue to be awesome. Continue to crush it, mother fathers. And we out. Okay, bye. <laughs>